Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood, a business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and core while building yourself in the process. Well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. Hello, and welcome back to the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where we dive deep into the world of online business, marketing, branding, and the entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, Ashley, and you're listening to episode 107. Welcome back if you've been a loyal listener, and if it's your first episode with me, I am so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the essential steps that I would take if I were starting over and building an online business in any niche today. So as I record this, we are on February 1st of 2024. Things in the online world change a lot, but right now, this is exactly what I would do if I were starting over. And this roadmap is a culmination of all my experiences, lessons, insights. I'm going to talk to you about when I went through a rebrand. This conversation was actually spurred by a conversation that I had with a friend who is considering a huge pivot and rebrand. And I was reminding her of some of the lessons that I learned when I did the same myself. And so this just seemed like the perfect next step along our brand builders roadmap, which we are going through in season two. Again, this is basically an audio course in building a long-term, sustainable, impactful personal brand online. There is going to be a lot of information. So what I did was create a free checklist for you to download through the link in the show notes. So you don't have to feel like you need to write everything down. There are about 20 steps, which I'm going to try and categorize them, but the checklist will actually give you a place to go through and see what you have put in place, what you might want to consider or fill in gaps. And I hope that that's super helpful. It'll be in the show notes, or you can go to elevatedwithashley.com forward slash online business. And then lastly, in this episode, for those who are ready to take their digital marketing game totally next level, I'm going to talk to you about the Passive Digital Product Funnel Lab program, and you can make a decision whether or not you're ready for that level of support and implementation. It's going to be awesome though. Just a little spoiler alert. I want to share with you a little bit of my brand story, which we're getting a little bit meta here because in episode 103, we talked about the importance of writing out your brand hero story. And again, I'm reminded of this because I'm going to pull in parts of my brand story here for this podcast episode. And so this is like a case in point example of how often we can use to illustrate points, to share lessons, parts of our story that can relate to our target audience. Because you, if you're listening and you're a female entrepreneur, you're definitely my target audience. You are who I want to help and support with what I create. So if you're new to me or you've only been around the last, you know, three, four, oh, I guess it's been about four years. 
when I first started building an online brand, it was back in 2016 and I was on maternity leave from my career in special education. At the time I had gone back to school, got my master's degree and had been working as a program coordinator for an elementary school district in the Silicon Valley for about four years. And then I went on maternity leave when I had my daughter. And on maternity leave, I thought, what better to do than to fill nap time than start a blog? And so I really just did that for fun, for a hobby, to fill in the time when my daughter was napping. Now, obviously that did not last. As she got older, I actually went back to work for the first year and was nursing full-time, was working full-time. I didn't have the same amount of time that I did during those couple months of maternity leave while she was still infant napping all day long to build things out, but I'm so glad that I did because I was able to keep it going and growing that brand and monetizing that brand as it ended up throughout that year when I was working full-time. And so One of the things that I definitely know to be true is there is a lot of work involved in building out an SEO-based website and setting up your email marketing system, in creating funnels, in writing content, in interlinking posts. When you're launching your brand, there's a lot of work involved. And that's why now I offer hybrid services where I work with clients to do that if they don't have that time. And so part of what I'm going to discuss is how I would go about that differently if I didn't have that luxury of time. But anyway, at a certain point in my brand building journey, I realized that I wanted to make a pivot. And part of it was I needed to make a pivot. I was feeling convicted about having a brand based around Taylor, my daughter. So it was taylormademama.com. My Instagram handle was taylormademama. And I was sharing a lot about what she and I did together. My insights as a new mom, but there was a lot of pictures of her and it was a lot of Taylor content. And I didn't want to have her be the face of my brand. And I just felt like, you know what, this is not the long-term play. So glad for the community built and the connections with other moms that I made and the things that I learned about building a brand. But I wanted to pivot away from that. And as I had gotten into social selling, network marketing, direct sales as a prong of revenue for that brand, people were asking me constantly about how was I recruiting and sponsoring via funnels? How was I doing this? How was I doing that? Affiliate marketing this, all of these things, which now are a little bit more commonplace in the online space. But at the time, it was super maverick to be doing all of that and building a business and creating revenue streams through SEO, through websites, through automations. It was really like more revolutionary back in the day in that industry. And I love teaching. I obviously had a very long career, 13 years in education, and I love teaching. And so I knew that I wanted to make a pivot into coaching where I could help other women to build online brands in any niche and monetize them without being restricted to just within my team, within a certain company, or without feeling like my whole brand was creating content around motherhood and not having time to start building out my coaching business. So I knew that I needed to make a transition and I didn't do it perfectly, but I did want to share some takeaways for you in case you're at a place where you're thinking about basically burning it all down and building it all back up. But what I was sharing with my friend the other day is that if you have built anything online, any brand, whether or not you've been successful financially or not, again, everyone's definition of success is different. And so I'm not even going to speak to that in this episode. But when you are starting over, when you're rebranding, you're not 
starting from zero. You're starting from, I know, cliche, but experience. And that's how I felt when I made the pivot. I knew I had the branding and the internet marketing experience. I wasn't as versed as I am now because I study it all the time and have for like the last four years straight, but I did have a basis in personal branding, in building a brand, in creating community online, in building out funnels, in SEO, all of these things made it so that I was able to make a quick transition. And so if you're thinking about, gosh, I want to change niches altogether, you can do it. I was I don't know, in my late 30s when I did it. And now I have a thriving business that's in a totally different niche than my original brand. Mommy blogging, lifestyle stuff to now what I'm doing, that's completely different. But there are some strategic things to take note of if you're thinking about rebranding and some of these things I did well and some of these things I would do totally differently now. And then I'm gonna get into the actual steps that I would take now if I were starting an online business from scratch or from experience, wherever you're at today. Always, 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 there's so much power in authenticity and in sharing with your audience the reasons why you're making these changes. You staying true to yourself, if someone has a problem with that and your evolution as a human, then they're probably not your people if that's a value that you have. If growth, evolution, and all of that is your vibe as it is for me, if someone can't tolerate that, then they're not meant for you to serve. That's just not your person. So remember the concepts of attracting those that you're meant to serve and repelling away those who aren't. You want to go through that process. It's not a bad thing. When you see people unfollow, you see people unsubscribe, that's okay. Think about the last time you unsubscribed or unfollowed someone. It doesn't always necessarily mean they hate you or they think you're awful. It's just not aligned for them in that season of life. And that's totally fine. I knew when I made the rebrand from TaylorMade Mama to my namesake, Ashley R. Latimer. At the time, it was actually my married name and started sharing totally different content. I knew there would be some crossover because obviously I love to work with other moms who want to build brands and businesses online, but not everyone who is following me for motherhood content wants to do that. And that's totally fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It's not a personal thing. I'm a content creator. And when I started creating different type of content, if it wasn't aligned, I don't want to bug anyone. They can unfollow. So just remember, stay true to yourself and your evolution and share that with your audience, the reasons why you're making this pivot, the reason why you're starting your business, no matter what you're doing, being authentic with why it is you do what you do, why you're making the changes that you are making, why you now think differently than you used to. I think this is what bugs people about influencers when all of a sudden they're talking about something totally different, but it was never addressed as to why they did that. And I might do this to a fault because I feel like I get a lot of crap for that sometimes. But again, I would rather err on the side of being transparent and authentic with my audience, with you all, than to make shifts without explaining it. I don't feel that it's owed to anyone, but at the same time, when you're opening up your life and you're creating this trust and connection with your audience, I think there is something owed in a way, within reason, of course. So as far as taking strategic steps and what I personally did and what I would recommend for you to do if you are rebranding and starting your business over and or from experience, maintaining that 
community trust and continuity is important. If, however, you want to, you can also start an entire new account, an entire new website, and rebuild your audience from scratch. But if you have any kind of crossover, what I did was I sent out an email to my email list with what I was doing and why, and letting them know, again, like I said before, if they chose not to come with me along this new journey, that was totally okay. Thankful for all the support, thankful for the community that we built, but that this is where I was going to be doing and where I was going to be showing up and how. So having that communication, so sending an email to my email list, I had a different Facebook group than I have now current group is Elevate Academy. You're probably in it if you're listening to this. If not, there's always a link in the show notes. We're over 4,400 women strong. It's amazing. But I had a brand group for TaylorMade Mama. And so I went live in there again, just reiterating that same message from the email. I put up a post, I shared the new group and some people came along with me and some people didn't. And again, it's just giving people an opportunity without forcing your new content upon them. So The one thing I would say that I really didn't do very thoughtfully was changing over my handle on Instagram. I just changed it one day. I didn't go in my stories and talk to my followers. I did not put up a post. I didn't do anything to kind of prep that that was going to be coming. I just changed it. And it's okay to do that, but it's also confusing. I didn't have my name at all associated with my account because of the profile of my public position at the time in my full-time job when I was building TaylorMade Mama for that first year. I didn't have even my first name attached. Most people thought my name was Taylor, funnily enough. So when I switched over my handle, no one knew who Ashley Latimer was. That was just not even, they probably just thought Taylor May Mama disappeared forever unless they happened to see me within their feed and notice and make the connection. But when I stopped sharing Taylor, that probably got really confusing. So just being thoughtful about the transition and before you make that pivot, that rebrand, walking and talking your audience through it and prepping them for that and getting them excited. It's like you're launching your new business. You are doing that. And so this is part of your whole like, pre-launch of your new brand. And so being really thoughtful and strategic and maintaining trust and continuity is so important. I think I'm going to have to do a part two and go through the steps that I would take if I were starting an online business from scratch today or starting over to be more realigned or rebranding. I think I'm going to do a part two because I want to talk to you if you are someone who is nervous about rebranding, nervous about burning down everything that you've already spent so much time building. Okay, so firstly, if you haven't already, you can absolutely still profit from what you have created. So from a financial sense, are there offers that you've created? Can you put those offers into a passive sales funnel? Can you promote those things on Pinterest? Do you have SEO set up where your website or your YouTube videos or your Pinterest pins or your podcast episodes are still going to be generating leads for you? But then do you have that back end passive sales funnel piece that's going to bring you money passively, truly? If not, I would take the time before you make that pivot to make sure you have that set up so that you really can still profit from the technical brand assets 
that you created and the content you created. And it's not going to require you to show up embodying that brand anymore. I know that that's something that I really value still having, although I don't have the entire email list of 10,000 that I had at the time. Although, well, I have that size email list now, but I had to rebuild that, right? But I do have brand assets from TaylorMade Mama that continue to bring in income every single month from various revenue streams. And really, honestly, if I went back in time, knowing what I know now and the skill set that I have now, I would have even more from that. But honestly, it's like, okay, we're, we're, you know, four years out from ever having touched that website. So we're just going to keep it moving. I've got Tailwind set up for automation for Pinterest, which helps really greatly. You can check out my Pinterest. I've got two accounts, but you can check out the TaylorMade Mama account and see how that asset alone that runs passively could obviously and is obviously something that does generate revenue for my business. So I recommend that you set up systems if you haven't already so that you're not just letting go of all of the work that you did to build that brand and business. And if you have these offers, how can you make them into passive product sales funnels? And so that's where the passive digital product funnel lab is going to be perfect if you're in that situation. And I did not mean to have that just tee me up so perfectly, but that's exactly what I'm teaching in that program live for this first go around. And then it will be packaged up into a self-paced course. Or of course, if you're in the Maverick Society, you can go through the course and then get support weekly on our calls or daily in the Facebook group. So you always have that option too. So We've got making sure that you are creating continuity for your audience and you're prepping them for the transition, whether you are just leaving and creating another account or whether you are taking people along with you who are interested in this new part of your journey. Hopefully you've built that connection and trust with your audience over time. And even if they're not super interested in the niche, maybe they know someone who is and they would be willing to promote and share with someone who you can serve with your new offerings, your new content. And then we have in the meantime, in between time, you and or you hiring someone else to create systems for automation with the brand assets that you do have if you really want those to still be out there. I know for me, that's huge. All about that passive revenue. And if I had to rebrand again, which is going to be a part two because I've been yapping on for so long, I'm going to tell you exactly what I would do, the explicit 20 steps I would take. I will still connect the checklist for you here in this episode because we are talking about a lot of those elements, just not so explicitly as we will in part two. So I hope this episode gave you some encouragement if you're in a place where you're considering starting over, you're wondering if it will work out to just burn everything down and start over, do it. If you're not excited about what you're building anymore, or you're more excited about another niche, another topic that you could just go on and on and on about forever, life is too short. Make the move, make it a maverick move. Okay, had to throw that in there. And just know that you are not in fact starting completely over. You're starting from your experience. You're starting from a more aligned place and you're gonna be so much more excited and motivated, especially in the beginning stages where you're getting things going when you need that motivation, you need that momentum. If it's something that you just love to share, you love to talk about, you love to teach on, you love to create products around. Trust me when I say it's worth the reboot. It's worth the rebrand. It's worth disappointing people who don't want you to rebrand in all of the things, whether it's life or business, it's always worth getting back to that place 
where you're in alignment with your values, your true self, your true and evolving self, and you're doing things in a way that feels best for you and all of the above. So anyway, please make sure if you aren't, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications for the next episode and the next and the next and the next. We're just going to keep traveling down this brand builders roadmap journey together. And I hope you find it massively helpful. If you do, I would love for you to take a screenshot, share this on your social media, tag me so that I know you listened and share it with a friend who is a female entrepreneur or someone who is wanting to step into the online space and build a brand. All right. Until next time, cheers to your impact. You're ready to put all the pieces of the passive income puzzle together. Then my new program, the passive digital product funnel lab is absolutely for you. I have created hundreds of digital products and sales funnels over the last eight years in business. And in this course, I'm going to show you how to finally create a winning digital product and sales funnel that will allow you to have a seamless passive sales process, even while you sleep, but there are no cookie cutters. I'm not going to teach you that you have to show up on Instagram or you have to show up on YouTube, or you have to show up on a podcast. I'm going to show you how to create a digital product, a funnel to sell it, and a strategy for content and promotion that you can customize no matter where you're showing up. I want you to create a passive sales system that works for you. So if you want to be able to scale your business with confidence, knowing that your automated systems are converting leads into sales without your constant involvement and oversight, diversify your income streams by leveraging the power of digital products, freeing you from the whole time for money trade and allowing your revenue to grow even when you are technically off work hours or you're on vacation. If you want to be able to gain clarity and direction in your digital product strategy, eliminating the overwhelm and confusion that I know is often associated with launching and automating products and achieve long-term sustainability and peace of mind by building a solid, scalable foundation that supports your brand's vision, then you need to get into passive digital product funnel lab. Here's exactly what you'll get in the program. Firstly, you'll get lifetime access to the course material and replays of all the Q&A sessions. Speaking of Q&A sessions, we'll have bi-weekly Q&A sessions with me within the course portal. It's a six-week program, so you'll have three Q&A sessions, and in between, you're going to be working on specific assignments to help you build out your digital product and your funnel. There will be action-oriented worksheets and tools to keep you organized and focused. And of course, there'll be six weekly strategic, powerful training drops that are going to show you exactly how to create a digital product, a passive sales funnel, and a plan to promote. This truly has it all, and I can't wait to start teaching. You actually have two awesome investment options to get in on this. There are time-sensitive details for both if you are wanting to save on this. The first option is just the self paced course or join the Maverick Society, which is my membership community, which not only includes passive digital product funnel lab, but you have weekly members only Q&A hot seat coaching calls with me to help support you through implementation and scaling and all of those things a private Facebook community where you can ask quick questions every day as you learn and implement and get my feedback within 24 hours. You get access to my full course and resource library and all the programs I release during your time in the membership and honestly so much more. If you've been thinking about joining
joining the Maverick Society, now would be a great time because you are going to be able to participate in the live version of Passive Digital Product Funnel Lab. If either of those options sounds aligned to you, you can check out a ton more information and snag your spot through the links in the show notes, or you can always head to elevatedwithashley.com forward slash Maverick for the membership or elevatedwithashley.com forward slash courses. And that has all of my course and digital product listings there. So you can check those out. All right, let's get into today's episode. 